Welcome to the Daniel Energy Partners in Basin Observations. I am your guest host today. My name is Josh Lowry. I am joined by founding partners uh, Sean Mitchell and John Daniel. Welcome, gentlemen. Thank you. We are. I, I'm obligated. I forgot to say it. I'm a little off my rhythm today. We are in the <laughs> Fletcher Azul Podcast Studio in Houston, Texas. The uh, reason that I am your guest host today is this is a uh, kind of a fun, a uh, little bit of a different podcast. We're just coming off of the fourth annual DEP Barbecue in Midland, Texas, and such a success that I just felt like we all felt like it would be a great opportunity to talk about the event, where it came from, talk about the mm -hmm. sponsors, talk about yeah. the participants. Um, but you guys are humble guys, and you're not going to talk about it in, uh, you wouldn't tout your own horn. And you guys know I'm a very active and hyper guy. So <laughs> I wanted to talk about it. And I wanted you guys to uh, just really be able to share what the event has become and ask questions about it from a, really from a participant standpoint. Um, and just where do you guys see the event coming from and going? So just again, welcome. Thanks for letting me uh, participate in the podcast yeah. today. How are you guys doing? Great. Um, recovered. Yeah, recovered. I actually spent some time down in Mexico. Got a got away after the barbecue, uh, which was nice. But I think I'm gonna let John kind of start the uh, the, the yeah. program here with uh, thanking our sponsors and yeah, and I'll, and that, I'll hit some highlights on how this thing got started. That'd be great. Yeah. So uh, obviously, we uh, this event's not possible without the support of the industry and our sponsors. You know, as a small business, these are not cheap events to put on, and so it doesn't get done unless you get the support. And so I would, you know. First, I'd like to thank James Garrett at Latham and Watkins. I mean, they came in real early. I called him up, said, hey, I got this idea, you know, need your support. And he was there for me very quickly. And so a huge shout out to him and his team at Latham. Uh, Victoria Beard and the team at Piper Sandler have been fantastic. Uh, she was very involved in, in the planning uh, and also executing uh, the event, helping alongside Upright Digital, who did a fantastic job. And then there's other people that were that are significant contributors that came in early on. The team at Vulcan Industrial, uh, very early to support the event. Um, Mike Wood at Silvertip Completions, very early to support the event. And then, I mean, obviously, I can't I can't forget David DeRode, who has been a supporter of this since inception. Yeah, that's right. And uh, and so he has been great in terms of also bringing people out to the event and just helping in the back. And so uh, you know, there were so many other sponsors. I mean, there's a lot. The logos are out there on LinkedIn, and you know, I, we could take all day with this podcast right. going through every single one. But those were some of the the big ones. And I, and and the last one I, I I have to mention is NCAP Investments. Again, came in very yeah. early. You know, just we called them up. Sean called them up and said, "Hey, we need your support," and they were there right away. And so um, I don't know. It was just it's been a blessing, and we're thankful for all that they did to help us out. Yeah. No. I mean, it couldn't. It we as John said, we none of this is possible without the support of the industry and without the sponsor support um and it was it was unbelievable how quickly people jumped in and said hey we'd love to help um and really this event it's it's kind of taken on a life of its own mm -hmm. uh we started this back in 2017 just for kind of how we got here right john came to my office back when we were both at simmons in 2017 in the in the spring and said hey let's do a cookout we were going to cook for people in Midland, and he said, "Let's see if can you get some investors to come. I'll see if I can get some industry guys to show up." And I thought for a while, I was like, "John, that sounds great, but how do we get people to go out to Midland just for us to cook at the Permian Basin, you know, museum?" Um, and uh, and eventually, John got me to the point of saying, "All right, we're going to do a field tour first, 
and then we're going to cook for them. And so it sounded, I was like, okay, so I can pitch that to these guys in New York and Boston and say, hey, you guys come down, and we're going to cook for you guys, and we're going to actually go see some stuff in the field, right? Because that, that actually seems somewhat attractive to an investor out of Boston or New York. And got a couple of guys to agree to come, and then John kind of started sending some emails like he always does. Sent out a couple of emails. Next thing you know, he's got 30 or 40 people. That was, yeah. Yeah, right? I mean, and that yeah. was kind of the idea. It was like, hey, you get 30 or 40 industry guys, and I'll get five to 10 investors, and then we'll do kind of a, a bus tour, right. field tour event. And next thing you know, John's like, Sean, I don't know what to do. Like, we, <laughs> we, have, we have over 100 now. And it just kind of grew and grew, and next thing you know, it was 350 or so. Right. There was. I remember that event. It was. There were two teams cooking. Right. I say teams. Well, there weren't any teams. No, we were just cooking. Yeah. There, were, there was. No, there was no cook off. It was John and, and who was your other? We had to get Armada. Tra- tra- Armada pressure control. Tracy uh, Turner helped okay. orchestrate that. And, and then uh, Simmons and Victoria had to supplement food from Katie's barbecue. <laughs> Katie's barbecue. <laughs> it was crazy. So right. this event really has uh, grown, and so in 17 that was you know, uh, a 30 or 40 person barbecue cookout, you know, turned into 350 people, our right. best friends. And then in 18, it became, a, I mean, John. Yeah. So the, what happened industry. is that, you know, that day that we had to cook in 17 was really hot, right? So cooking in Midland on asphalt, it was awful for, you know, 12 hours during the day. And so I was like, I can't do this all, you know, with just one other guy cooking. And so I reached out to a handful of my friends. I said, Hey, would you want to come cook too? And so reached out to guys like Clint Walker at Cud, and he's like, yeah, we, you know, we'll do it. And so I, I, I lined up four or five other teams or companies. It wasn't really the concept of teams yet. It was just right. like, can you guys send out a pit and some guys to cook and help supplement? And then I sent out an, a blast email to people because I like email a lot. I'm old school. And uh, you know, I said, hey, come to the barbecue. We're doing it again. And I listed like the five or six companies that were going to cook alongside me. And I got all this, you know, kind of negative feedback like, hey, why didn't – why didn't we get a chance to cook? All these company guys called me up and said, why didn't we get invited? I was like, well, it wasn't personal. And uh, next thing you know, we went from two pits to 37. Well, so let's let the, the backstory on that part yeah. was, so that's when we got involved. Right. And you said, can Galtway Industries, do you guys want to participate in this? We said, sure, that'd be great. And you said, there's going to be four to eight teams cooking. Right. Can you run it like a March Madness type of um, contest where you just basically you, you run it in a bracket. I said, man, I can handle eight teams. We can do this. Yeah. This is no big deal. And back to Sean's point, as John does, he'll invite more people. Then it goes from four to eight to 12 to 20. And all to of 30. a sudden, you get to 30. And it just kept growing. And it really started to freak me out. And I was in, uh, I was in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And I was on a tour of a shop. And a, a guy walks up to me and, who I was not working with. I was working with another group of people. And he says, is, who's Josh Lowry? And I said, I'm Josh. And the guy looks at me and says, what time is meat check-in? And I said, what is meat check-in? <laughs> I, and I, I honestly didn't even understand what he was asking me, the question. Yeah. And he said, well, for the brisket. And I, I said, sir, I don't, I don't even know what that question means. And he said, well, who's running this barbecue? And I said, I am. <laughs> I said, but I'm not really familiar with what a, uh, a barbecue contest looks like. And he says, well, why don't you call KCBS, Kansas City Barbecue Society? Yeah. And so he gives me the number. I called Kansas City Barbecue Society, and they said, we have two groups of people that you can call. And they said, we have one woman who is in charge, and she likes to take everything and control of everything, and she'll do everything. And before she could get to the second person, I'll take her. I want that lady. And that lady was Jennifer, who was just spectacular. And really, that you mentioned that first, or the second barbecue, I should say, the one that turned into the 
kind of the first midway where the rain came and, and mm-hmm. really Jennifer and her husband saved the day on that because they right. just loaded everybody in. But it's just amazing how, you know, really the relationships of Sean and John and just, you know, then people jumping through hoops to kind of bring a vision and, and right. whatnot together. Uh, that's how that happened. And then all of a sudden, Kansas City Barbecue has been a partner for us the whole time all as well. Time. Right. They've been huge. Yeah. So, uh, no, that, that that was fun. And then the following year, we, we got capped at 42 teams, which uh, because of space limitations, mm-hmm. had yep. to take a pause because of COVID in 2020. And then, you know, thanks to the Rolling Sevens Ranch, uh, more space, we were able to get, you know, a few more industry friends in. And I think, and this year we had 57 cooking teams. And uh, next year we'll probably be a little bit bigger. Not much bigger, but yep. a, a smidgen. Well, I should also thank my wife if she ever listens to this podcast because she was out there all day with the barbecue this year, cooking hey. and cutting meat yeah. and fighting so, rattlesnakes. And she, ha- yeah, she was there to video, you know, great. photograph the rattlesnake <laughs> getting killed. And uh, yeah, so anyway, who who actually killed the rattlesnake? So the backstop is I. Uh, the backstory is I had my <laughs> my wood pile behind the pit, about four or five feet away from it, and I, I stacked it up against a, a a shed, a barn of some sort, and uh, so just going over every 30 minutes grab a piece of wood you know not thinking anything of it and uh you know my pit was between uh freemire industrial and and pro petro and uh this guy's like hey don't go to your pit there's a snake on there from pro petro and uh i said okay so i looked and sure enough it was a rattlesnake i've never seen a rattlesnake live i mean i've seen it at zoos but this is my first like (laughs) face to face and uh and i'm a wimp and he's like, everybody's a whip and run around. Yeah, Let's the guy, just be honest. The guy, yeah. The guy was like, you need to kill that thing. I was like, there's no way in hell I'm killing this thing. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at me, I'm not, a, I'm not a, you know, I'm a lover, not a warrior. And uh, so anyway, I, this guy next from Freemire Industrial, the guy who was helping out there, didn't think twice about it. Go gets a shovel and goes right after that thing. I mean, that's a man's man and uh, no fear at all. Really? And we were watching him later on. This guy was pulling out briskets from the smoker with no gloves. Like, oh, <laughs> just yeah. different breed, <laughs> just a tough guy. Uh, so yeah. Lynn Freemeyer has trained some really tough guys up there. But no, I, I really am thankful to my friends at ProPetra for not letting me get bit by a rattlesnake and uh, from Freemeyer for taking him out. And your wife and was your a wife. champ. Sorry? Was, I said your wife was a champ. She, no, she uh, really was. And, uh, and, I, and so I want to you know, give her a shout out. Yep. So. Well, but. so, okay. So it, yeah. it evolved. By the way, t- a Texas Monthly called this thing what was it? The Woodstock for Frackers. Woodstock for Frackers a right. couple years in two, ago. The 2019 issue of Texas Monthly, they came out uh, in 2018 yeah. to the barbecue, and so did CNBC uh, came out as well. Right. And they ran a little show during their mm-hmm. power lunch or whatever, live from Midland, Texas, the barbecue. And then Texas Monthly actually wrote this big article right. called Woodstock for Frackers. Um, so it got a lot of publicity then, and then it kind of died down, but the, the thing kept growing. Like in 2018, we had 850 people. I think 2019, our last one, we had over 13. We think, we think yeah. it's around, well, yeah, we don't actually know. People just showed up. Right. Uh, then we didn't have as good a crowd control. We didn't, we didn't have Mark Emicus <clears throat> doing crowd control That's right. and setting up fences that we, that we did this year. But uh, we think we had around 16 that showed up. The registration was like 2000 and 2019. Mm-hmm. And then this year... Again, if our tallying was correct, it was just just shy of eighteen hundred that showed up. Yeah. Well, and that so. was a that number was controlled because of COVID. Was, that yes. could have been at least double that from right. everything that was planned and going on. Right. You know, Sean mentions the publicity. 
This and, and one of the things you both have said is that people jumped on early. What does that mean that people jumped on early? I'm, does that mean they called you at the moment the last barbecue ended, or they're called? What does that exactly mean? Well, my view is like good examples. Um, you know, Sean calls and well, first I call Latham, say, do you want to step up and support this? And it was a very quick decision. Sean calls NCAP, very quick decision. Mark reaches out to Vulcan, knows them well, very quick decision. Okay. And that's what gives you the confidence to then go get the band and, and start planning this stuff because these aren't cheap. And, uh, and, we, and we saw the same thing, for instance, go back to Thrive when we did Minute Maid Park. That's right. Uh, you know, Eric Johnson and Winston Strom, I mean, he came in, we took him to Minute Maid, he's like, I like this mm -hmm. idea. And within a week, they came back. And again, that was that seed check, if you will, that lets you kind of go big. And so, and we really didn't have, I mean, we, everybody, it was just also part of it was the sequence of the phone calls, frankly. You know, we probably could have called someone else and they would have gotten us back quickly. But these are the people that we just reached out to first. Mike Wood at Silvertip. I mean, yeah, with, yeah. with that day, he's like, I'm in. So, so, so you guys are both having to keep separate people happy, right? You have different yeah. types of shareholders, if you will. Right. Um, uh, at, at the event, right? You have people flying in, you're giving tours of Midland. Yep. Uh, you're, you've got your oilfield service clients right. that are not only at the event, but throughout Midland. What, uh, what was the feedback? Because again, I would imagine the clientele is both different uh, from out-of-towners than it is the Midland guys. What kind of feedback are you getting when they walk up to this event and they're looking at, because it looked like a, it, I mean, it didn't look like a small barbecue. So, so I ha I'll give you one example yeah. of one of the things that happened with the investment community. I had a, had a guy come from Denver and um, great guy. He works with uh, Theroux and mm -hmm. Christian Zong at Source Rock. Uh, Paul came from Denver, and he said, you know, when Christian and Theroux said, well, why don't you go to the barbecue, he literally thought it was a barbecue, like we were going to cook barbecue in the backyard, right? We went on this tour. We went and saw a frack job. We went and saw Champion X's, you know, production uh, ESP facility. And he was like, this is unbelievable. And then we actually got to the barbecue, and he was like, I had no idea that you, this is a cook, like he, he hadn't really mm. looked on the website. Like, he, you know, he's one of those guys just shows up where he's supposed to be. He's going to do an oil field. Busy, tour. just a busy he's, guy. Yeah, he, yeah, he's a busy guy. And he, he's, he's really about trying to find stocks, like, to, you know, trying to find energy stocks to buy or sell. And at the end of the day, he was like, this is unbelievable. He goes, I should have changed, I should change my flight. He goes, if I hadn't already, he goes, if I would have known what this was, there's no, I mean, he had to leave at seven o'clock, mm -hmm. right? So he didn't get to stay for the, the full, the full show, but even from the time we got there at kind of two to seven, he goes, Sean, this is unbelievable. How do you guys do this? Hmm. I said, well, we've got some friends at Upright Digital. <laughs> I go, you got to understand, John and I don't do this stuff. Like we have a team, we've hired Upright Digital, which thanks to you I and Mark it. and your team, uh, it, it's unbelievable. So uh, John and I are not guys that execute barbecues, okay? And that's what I tried to explain to us. Like we're not the masterminds of executing a barbecue and the logistics of all this stuff. We hire someone to do that for us. I said, but it's it is. I think the feedback I got from the investment community is this is freaking unbelievable. You guys are clearly way ahead of of most Wall Street banks. And this I is think not part of it is most Wall Street banks don't know how to smoke brisket, and we do. <laughs> and so you know, that's that's where the competitive advantage. Uh, well, I'm not, lays. and I, again, I'm not. I'm not trying to set up softballs with this no. question, but it it does just feel that, and if I can be kind of you know somewhat liberal with it, but it feels like let John do exactly what John does incredibly well. 
let Sean do exactly yeah. what Sean does incredibly well. Set, and when you, you know, it's it's really great to hear the guy. So this is a great barbecue. I did this is not what I was expecting. What was great though, he was already complimenting the field tours yeah. long before he got to the barbecue. Yeah, I mean, we're we're just lucky, as I say all the time. I think you know we get to do what we love to do, like you said. I mean, and and what I love to do is bring investors into Midland and show them and try to educate them a little more than they were before they got there. And I think everyone that came and did the field tour said, wow, this was really good. And and it was really good because they got to see some things they hadn't seen before. They learned some things about some companies they didn't know. Hmm. And at the end of the day, that's my job. Isn't I mean, that I, the core business it, of it, it, value prop of DEP anyway? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, th- I think what we do is we, we want people to know we spend a lot of time in the field and right. we can see some good good things when you're in the field. Sometimes you see some not so good things when you're in the field. I don't think, but, yeah. But at the end of the day, I, I think... It, it's I get to do what I love doing, which is help guys make money in the in the business. And John is absolutely getting to do what he does best, which is he loves to cook barbecue, but he also loves to entertain the industry. We love to support an industry that we think a lot of people are running from. Right. I think the you know like I don't necessarily look at it from the stock perspective. Like I I look at our industry does a lot of great things, and we sort of have a bad rap outside of this industry. Yeah. So the more <laughs> people fair. that you can bring to Midland or to Houston and actually sit down and learn what these companies are trying to do to make things better, that helps. Now, whether they buy or sell, I don't know. I don't, yeah. you know, we don't have investment recommendations. We never will. But uh, you know, that's, it's just good to get people to come down to Midland and, and to visit with the people and, and just learn. And so if you can combine that education with something fun, and you know, in, in this, with respect to the companies, you know, what we try to do is, uh, like I go to a lot of trade shows, right? They all have their pluses and minuses. But one thing I've always noticed is you don't, you tend to go, you don't always tend to get a lot of customer, cust- the right people. Mm-hmm. It's gonna sound terrible how I say this, but I, if I'm an oil service company having an exhibit at a trade show, I actually wanna see my customers. I don't wanna just be seeing other oil service companies, right? So, how, but you got to, how do you bring that entire community together? What we've learned in life is that people like to eat and people like to drink. And so we go to our EMP friends and say, would you please come out and eat and drink? And it's free. And they do, right? And so now you got the customers there. So the service guys can actually see their customers. And if the service guys are there, then that means the capital equipment people will come because their customers are there. And if we can bring all three of those together, then we can hopefully bring in the f- professional services realm, which would be David DeRode. Well, you have and the EMP companies as well. Right, right. Well, they were the judges. They were there, and some of whom were sponsors. So, I mean, thank you very much. To you know, we had Endeavor mm-hmm. and Diamondback and Conoco Phillips. They stepped up to support us. XTO, great. When you break it down like that, you do. It's it is a unique because you know back to again back to Sean's two guys grilling in a, a hot parking lot to where it is today. You have investment community. You right. have oil field services. You have capital equipment. You have uh, ENP. You have the services. I mean, you really have the complete industry decision makers yeah. in one place. That's what we try to do. In midstream. In midstream, yeah. yeah, yeah. Forget yeah. Midstream. Plains, Plains yeah. American yeah. yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and that's, you know, so in that we, we're gonna try to replicate that here in five months at Minute Maid Park again. Yeah, so that's, that's the objective. Well, and I think the other thing I don't wanna leave out of this equation is John and I kind of have this vision of these great events, but we're very fortunate. Again, we're blessed to be where we are but we also were able to give some money back to the community. Yeah, I mean, I think that that's important uh, right. to both of us. And that, that's, I think that's what made it fun, the competition aspect. Absolutely. It yeah. wasn't just some money. It was, a, it was a fair amount of money. 
And uh, what was the total amount? Because it was, how did the breakdown work? Thus, of- thus far, and we were still, so we had, we gave uh, the winning cooking team, well, they, okay, we didn't give them anything. They came to us and we said, give us the name of the charity that you want to cook for. That's right. We did this for all the companies. And Best Pump and Flow, who won, uh, they chose Wounded Warrior Project. Okay, great So charity. we will be cutting a check, I think we do it today or tomorrow, Bill's, <laughs> I think Bill's on that right now. I think that's where Bill is. Yeah, yeah I'm, Bill I'm is. stepping in for Bill. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's handling some uh, So he'll do that. Logistics. And then we also made a donation to the Bynum School, a matching donation. And then once we can sort of digest what all of the bills were, what the, all the collected revenues, we'll make some other small bespoke events. We also had some prizes for people it, that were there. It's substantial, though. It's a substantial donation. Yeah, no, I mean, it yeah. was, It was. Um, we were very fortunate, again. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I think we ended up giving 30000 to the Bynum School and 30000 to the Wounded Right, that's Warriors. what's been. I mean, so. That's incredible. And those um, are the kind of stories, back to your point of, you know, that oil and gas does a lot of things that we just don't talk about. Yeah. I mean, there's there's not a group of people out there that doesn't give back and whether it be to the, you know, to the environment, to the right. uh, their local community, and, and they all volunteer. Right. And it's just, it's nice to be able to tell those stories in a way that, that just don't get told very often. Right. Well, and I think we're, I think John and I are very aware that we're where we are today because of this industry. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, yes, we've done a lot of hard work in our years, but at the end of the day, this is an industry that's been super supportive of us when we were at Simmons, and in some cases, when John was, even before Simmons, when you were at Key. Maybe somewhat of a leading question that you might not want to answer, but, it, you know, this, there's an argument to be made that this might be the most important industry event in Midland on an annual basis, more so than some of the other larger um, trade shows and conferences have you guys heard feedback as such i haven't heard that specific statement made okay uh i would I'm, we were blessed to have what we had there's there are a couple good events i mean a lot of people said there's never been a barbecue like this before in midland is that fair so yeah uh are you are you holding back, Sean? No, I just I I, I I'm not. I mean, I, I I think there's I think there's a lot of great events out there, and I think we are again. This event doesn't happen without our sponsors and right. without the other people. So it's so hard for I think us to say, oh gosh, our event's the best. I mean, that's just not. I I love you for this, Josh, but I I'm not going to go there. Okay. Just, we're going to let we're going to let the event. Speak for itself. It take care of itself. Yeah, that's I mean, fair. That's Listen, I'm only t- I'm only repeating what I've heard. No, yeah. okay. It, it wasn't the <laughs> many, be- many it wasn't, tens of it people. Was, it wasn't the best event because I didn't win the competition. Yeah, and there had we I go. won the competition, it would have by far so been the best. best event. pump no. won. Yes, they for did. ribs and brisket. Um, oh, geez, that's a trick no, question. No, they, they won. They won best overall. Best overall. They got second in the ribs and they were third in the brisket. So clearly, they had some good. Barbecue. They dominated. They dominated they, they did really well. The yes, barbecue was incredible. Yeah, there was a there was some type of bacon cheesecake. Oh my god, it was unbelievable. It was absolutely delicious. I don't even know how to describe it. Well, one of my favorite, and my wife and I walked around and ate at a bunch of different places. But one of my favorite, actually, my, one of my favorite. <laughs> Was Baker Hughes had these small brisket tacos, oh. and they were to die for. Yeah, I mean they they they, they if if they would have had a brisket taco winner, they would have won. Yeah, I think sure. the thing that was the most fun for me to watch going into this was uh, there was a handful of companies that actually went out and built a new pit for this competition. Absolutely. And so when, when they people started, sending, you know, Cactus did it, St Nine did it, and I'm sure there was others. Inquest, I'm forgetting. Inquest did it. Too, yeah. So you know that's what I loved about it was like wow. <laughs> These are some serious dudes, you well, know, the, spending a lot of money to build a new pit for you this. See the Halliburton trailer? It was. I mean, big. that was a trailer. 
That was a trailer. Yeah, was that was amazing. Quite, yeah. So uh, <laughs> it looked like they took one of their old frack units <laughs> and made it into a barbecue trailer. <laughs> that so that for me that was fun to see, just how some people just really went all out for it. Well, and, you know, one of the things too. So I was there. Our whole team was there um, from Tuesday through Friday, and setting up, cleaning up. What you know, what most people didn't see, and just you guys were busy, was it didn't matter if it was the first guy there to come bring their pit. Which you know, who know? That's not the CEO of the company, well, other than John Daniel, <laughs> other than John Daniel bringing his own pit in. Um, very few were the other CEOs of the company, so it was some guy coming in, and that guy all the way to the other, you know, uh, woman or man at the top of the organization that came in was absolutely the friendliest, most helpful yeah. person the entire time. Didn't matter if it was their competitor, didn't matter if it was a customer, whatever it was, right. they jumped in, they helped. And it was just this sense of camaraderie throughout the entire week that I, I know I go back to just the other question, you know, when we were talking about what the event felt like it, you know, just from a, an outsider's perspective, looking yeah. in the industry needed it. It just felt great to be around your friends who you haven't seen in a while and shaking hands yeah. and hugging and it was just great. So I was the beneficiary of getting to go see uh, several companies in Houston, CEOs across the industry from Oxy to Conoco to EOG, you name it, to Marathon, but and you know, Phillips 66 on, on Tuesday in Houston and Wednesday morning before we went to mm -hmm. Midland to go do our tour there. And what I would say is the industry is definitely in need of seeing folks. I mean, every meeting we went into, you know, we had four or five guys in a meeting and they were like, it's just so good to see faces again. I think people are tired of, yeah. of uh, Zoom. Yeah. And I think, um, again, I think John and I are fortunate to be kind of where we are I think the industry does need you know the the camaraderie and the getting together and it's not just in the one-on-one -on -one meetings with investors but it's also out in the field right I mean so I think I think people were pretty excited to be out doing stuff again yeah. nice one. well is there anything else that we've missed on this event uh, the food was amazing the weather we had a little <laughs> bit of rain but actually that rain was kind of it, it's it stopped the band from playing on the big stage, right. but they moved in to the, and did an acoustic show, Inside, yeah. which was great, actually. I think the the only other thing I would say is, you know, a huge thank you to, again, Upright Digital, huge thank you to my partners, John, Bill, Mary uh, Bobby, Mary Helen. Helen Mary great. Helen was a huge she, asset to... Uh, Mary Helen never stopped working, by yeah, the way. Yeah, she, yeah. she didn't. Uh, and I think those are the things that are behind the scenes that people don't realize how much goes into this and obviously you guys do because you that's what you do for a living uh but yeah these things aren't possible without great people like you so well we we've really got our, our group looking at us here and you know i'm looking at mark and hanaro and, and kevin really it was it was pretty funny at one point driving the the gator around just watching our team hmm. and your team ever again yep. back to mary helen just never stopped moving for two and a half days up until and really through the show hmm or event, I should say, everybody grinded this out to make the event great, and the rain barely slowed it down. Uh, just just proud of you guys. I know yeah. it's uh, after missing out on 2020, it was really great to come back and see what it looked like in 21. The let's Before we go, yeah. I know we, we want to pump up Thrive, which will be sure. February 22nd through 24th right. in Houston, in Texas at Minute Maid Park. Minute Maid Park. Right. So what we've got the contract signed. We're going to, down on Tuesday to meet with them again. Okay. Uh, the current framework is for clients and select guests and sponsors. We'll do the opening reception, which will have the batting practice out on the field. 
We'll have day one of panels on the 23rd, followed by batting practice after that, day two of panels, and then hopefully, you know, a good concert following that. So we will be, uh, like I said, we're going to see the ballpark on Tuesday. We're working with an agent right now for bands, and I hope to come out in about two weeks and, you know, sort of preview who our committed speakers are. We've got probably half of those locked down, so it's a good list of speakers. And, uh, you know, it should be a good event. And so we would hope that people might want to bring some equipment out and have some booths and come be part of the fun. Yeah, because it's not just a conference. It's an expo as well. It's, 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 it's kind of everything. It yeah. is. And yeah. I know so that we're, the, the yeah. Astros and Crane Worldwide, they, like, they're very excited about it. Like, that's right. a show that has turned into something, again, just beyond any of your vision for what you may have had it right. originally in yeah. your head, what it, what it was to what it's going to be, I think is probably much greater. Well, changed, I yeah. think I think when we think about it internally, if we can deliver an event that educates folks, that people have fun, or they can come eat and drink and kind of spend time with each other with their customers, mm-hmm. I think that's always a good thing. Uh, and so we're going to keep, keep plugging away. Love yeah. it. Well, we wish you guys the best of luck. Um, that's it. I mean, it, to subscribe, I mean, I, let's give you a little plug. You go to danielep.com. Or just call Sean or Bill. Call or Sean Bob. or Bill. Or Bob. Bobby. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's Thank you it, very guys. much. Yeah, Thank you. you. All right. Thanks for having us. Yep.